It all happened so fast, I can't recall Policemen everywhere, nowhere to run It took a while, but I came out of hiding with my hands up Cause if you know what's good for you, come on out with your hands up And this is Cross Cultured. All right, we're back for another fantastic, amazing, super tastical episode. Of course. And let's get into it. So, if you're a first time listener or you just need a reminder, Dami, what is cross culture? So, cross culture is basically the idea of being a part of two cultures, traditions, uh, customs, and making them part of who you are today. Um, Today, in this episode, cross culture is definitely going to be talking about how um, what you are and who you are can be used against you. Mm. Mm. That's true. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> all right, but before we get to all that deep and powerful, amazing stuff, what we like to start out with here is our hot topics. Okay, it's, it's a couple of things, but you know, as usual, let's start with the little sad things, you know what I mean, to get it out of the way. Cool. Okay, so uh, let us do rest in peace to Elijah Eugene Cummins. He was an American politician and civil rights advocate who served in the United States House of Representatives for Maryland's 7th Congressional District from 1996 until 2019. Um, and, you know, he's a son who rose to become a civil rights champion, which is a wonderful thing that he did. Um, he advocated for the poor in his black majority district. Um, cause of death was just um, health complications. It That's wasn't sad. anything specific. He was 68 years old. Mm. And, you know, he was the main one pushing the whole um, Trump. Yeah. Trump. So it's quite sad, but um, rest, rest in, in peace, peace. Rest in and power. And condolences to his um, family. He definitely left, left a legacy, you know, to ser- he served his community. He served his people. But, yeah. Um, okay, and that's that. So let's move to another one. What other sad news do we have here? Uh, 28-year-old Tatiana Jefferson. She was shot in her house at 2 a.m. while playing video games with her nephew by the police. In Dallas. Fort Worth, Dallas. The same Fort Worth, Dallas that um, Baltimore John was shot mm. in his home. Damn, it was. Coincidence? Mm, I think not. So, I think they're like, them. they got like a a call, right? Saying there's some uh, there's a noise or disturbance in the neighborhood kind of thing. Yeah, the neighbor talking about his neighbor's door was open mm-hmm. and he wanted um, to have them do a welfare check um, and the police um, instead of doing what police are supposed to do, which is come, announce themselves, knock, kind of yeah. see what's going on. They shot um, her through the window. They shot her through the window like scary punk scaredy cats. 
like really shot her through the window without even announcing who they are. Yeah, they just, just instantly was like, "Hey, put hands your hands up!" up. Boom. Boom, exactly. I think they said she had a gun, but she has a she she owns the right to um she, to she carry. Has a, yeah. So you so of course if you're hearing things at two a.m. outside. So for someone who does carry a gun, the and you with your nephew, exactly, I'm you're gonna it. go pick, you know, like yeah. see what's going on. But without even saying, "Hey, it's the police, hands up!" without knocking on the door, you just shot this woman. So y'all broke into her house at this point. But the guy, is, the police officer, he's been arrested and charged. I believe that's what the case is. Hopefully, because you know all they always do is plead them um, self defense. In this case, that would just be complete bullshit. And this is why the hug and all this forgiveness and everything and everything um, was rubbing me the wrong way, right? Because we can forgive them for their mistakes all they want, but they never learn from theirs. Like, how do no. you, in the midst of all of this that just happened, go and commit the exact same mistake? Right, because to them, it's not a mistake. Exactly. It's not a mistake. It's it's it's, it's just quiet. It's not a mistake. They don't... Mm. It's intentional. It's an intentional genocide it of our people. intentional. In any way that they can, they will, and that's just what it is. Oh, God, I don't understand. I don't know. I don't know. I, I don't even know how they can do that, but we pray that he is, you know... They indict him and he, they take him to prison, like legit. My prayers are definitely with the family. Uh, Jefferson family. The nephew that was there, eight-year-old boy the, that was there when when his aunt was killed, right in, in front, front of, of him. him. Jesus, um, I cannot Christ. imagine that type of pain and trauma. I cannot imagine how he's ever to grow up and understand what police's role in the society is supposed to be. Um, I just can't mm-hmm. imagine how you know he will. Be eight years old from this moment on. So, uh, Jesus, you know, just it's just a lot of stuff that police do that they really need to think about and rest in power to Atatiana Jefferson. Rest in power. Mm. What else is on the news? What else? I want us to get rid of all the negativity. So we can just talk about this Ava DuVernay being sued by uh, and Netflix being sued by um, NYPD over an interrogation firm over. The um, Emmy Award, Emmy-nominated film, When They See Us. So, evidently, they big mad. Suing them for defamation. <laughs> and it's like, how are we defaming a character when this is what happened? This is what happened! Like, legit. They're like, um, you know, the whole interrogation, that's the, that's the normal process. You know, that's how they do things. But the thing is that, with that, with that being the normal process, you guys make people to confess falsely right you know it's I mean? like so what are you still are you still are you saying that you don't like what you do because i don't understand what you mad about exactly. like if you're saying this is the process okay we showed that and the, the process is wrong exactly like because it results in false confessions so it's wrong and you know people are because if you're ah, you're on somebody's neck saying you did it you did it you did it yeah, go to die. Tell the truth. They already told exactly. us that you did it young like, boys like that of course it's gonna be like what well, damn i guess <laughs> like right, like Nah, uh, come on now. It's it's ridiculous. I hope this is. Thrown I still haven't finished it. I'm not gonna watch it. Cause I I every I time watch it with my kids or something. I get triggered. I be like, no, like I just get so annoyed. And no, triggered. I'm not. I'm not gonna watch yeah, it. I can't watch soon. it. Maybe when I have kids, I'll watch it with them. Or you think Netflix they gonna have it on there? I hope so. I mean, even if they don't, I, I don't think this it should be on DVD. DVD. You don't think it's gonna be on DVD? DVD don't exist no more, boo. Maybe you could stream it somewhere. DVD doesn't exist Not, anymore. No, it's all like Blu-ray and streaming and stuff. But like, there are DVD, there's two DVD films. No, films don't get released to DVD anymore. 
Girl, I went to Walmart and they're hella DVDs. Those are old things. Really? Like, but not no new movie finna be released to DVD. No. Are you 100% sure? Yeah, that's that's old. We're in the streaming era. Damn, I don't know if I like that. I like DVDs. That shit old, boo. You gonna have to let that go. Uh-uh. They need to bring DVD back. They can't just get rid of it. Well, whatever. Every, when, once it's online, things are always there, there forever. So I will show it, show it to my kids. Whatever. Yeah, Amazon Prime and the Amazon. Whatever, Sha. Um, but I think that's just quite ridiculous. Hopefully this case is thrown out because what do you want to sue for what? Exactly. I just think it's like, don't be mad because you have to look in the mirror. Mm. Exactly. Ah, okay. Another thing. So Love and Hip Hop Atlanta's um, cast, his name is Sass. <laughs> what's his, his real name? I know him as Sass. So, well, what's his brother's name? I forget. When, when Love and Hip Hop, the series, when the people ain't on, I don't really remember their name. But this is for Atlanta. Atlanta's, yeah. um, damn, we don't remember his name. I see his face in my head, but I cannot remember his name. But anyway, he is, he and some other guy was arrested for attempting to pimp underage girls for the purpose of prostitution. Sex trafficking. Hey! It runs in the family. Wasn't yeah. the mom like KK. a madame, they a might, pimp? Yeah, they might KK was a pimp or something. That's that is terrible. ridiculous. It's like, at this day and age, well, it's still going on. How you on TV trying to get away with being a pimp? How? Like, y'all are on a whole show. And, like, you're, and this is what you're doing. Anything for the money, huh? That's ridiculous. And you know, Atlanta is like one of the, the biggest... Um, Places where sex kids, trafficking yeah, happens, yeah, tra- it is. Yeah, sex, it definitely sex is. That's terrible. It's it's quite a shame. Shame on them. They need to throw them under the jail. That's terrible. Yep. It's it's what's his name? Um, I'll figure out his name later. His real name is Lyndon Smith. How you get sass from that? <laughs> you know how they be having their their nicknames. Sass sounds like a disease. Sass. Uh, that is a shame. Young on the underage girls. That's terrible. I I recently watched um. Um, Breakfast Club and one of the ladies they had a guest oh uh, yeah you watch um, it? yeah what's her name Rodriguez like I remember is that I just, her name yeah it was something Rodriguez. yeah 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 I just listened to it the, mm. the other day yeah. she's Hispanic oh cause she's married to a Hispanic yeah man. okay and basically she said she was sex trafficked she became a, a sex trafficker yep and, and she, she was became helping a scout. rescuer now yep you said what? She was scouting girls at exactly. colleges and, and stuff. you know when she talked about it it's just how easy how really easy it is. She said they went to churches to scout. Like, and when she explained the whole uh, method, it was like, okay, we go to church a couple of Sundays and, you know, when they, you know, in church, when they say, oh, if you want to give your life to Christ, come out. And she said, you know, they will pay attention to those young girls that come out. Mm-hmm. So if they see that you come out on a regular basis, oh, she got a problem. You know what I'm saying? There's something going on. Maybe she's emotionally down. That's she needs Jesus. Da, 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 da. Then we go up to talk to her and like, hey, what's going on? Act like you were blessing in exactly. her life. Exactly. I'm going to help you out. Or they have seasons. So prom season. Homecoming season. Homecoming. Graduation season. Because you know that's when girls want money to look good. They want to do this. And their parents probably cannot or can't afford it for them, you know? It's just so sad how um, she even said she pledged. A sorority. G, like they're she talking about she ain't go to the school and she ended up pledging for Delta, G. How? How? Oh, wow, G. How she rushed, G. How did she get past rush? How? So it just shows how easy it is for all these people to come into, you know, communities, into schools, and to pretend to be something they're not. And Stranger danger applies at all ages. Don't, all think, ages. don't think that's some little five-year-old stuff. Listen, stranger danger is every, real. Every single it's, age. It's sad. Every single age. And just like that, the girls are taken and transported to some other city and they're prostitutes. And that's it. And that's it. That's it. Like, you stuck. You stuck. 
you are stuck. And then, you know, just with that comes drug addiction. Because, yeah. you know, they, they put you on drugs so that you cannot run, so that you cannot do anything. You can't, you know, you're not sober to have a mind of your own to think. And you got to be a certain level of lit to be prostituting your body. Of course now. Like, who would that have the energy to do that? Act. It's yeah. not. Um, but now she's a rescuer, so I thank God for that. You know, now she's helping people. But it's funny how she talked about how her child was kidnapped. Almost kidnapped. What? Right in front of her. So basically, she said... There were, she lives in New York on the subway, mm-hmm. and she said, you know, how the, 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 the trains be packed and all, and she was holding on to her daughter. I think it was maybe three of them, of two, um, three, three of her kids, but she was holding on to her, her, her daughter, and she just felt that someone was tugging her daughter on the other end, right? So she was like, what the hell? So she looked, and she saw this man was legit tugging. So they were both, like, tugging you. Who is the daughter? And she was like, no one is helping. You know what I mean? That's ridiculous. And um, I guess one guy on the train was like, that's what you get, you stupid bitch, for not letting um them, this man see their kids kind of thing. So I guess the man was trying to say, maybe that's the, the, the child's father. He was trying. Yeah. To- and the other her other kid, the son, was like, no, that's not my daddy. That's not my daddy. You know? So I guess that's what grabbed people's attention. And obviously, they caught the guy. The police got the guy. And they're like, he was legit wanted in New Mexico, in some other cities for um, kidnapping. So if this this happens in broad daylight. Like, like you yeah. holding your baby, someone is legit trying to. And she's like, "This is karma." It's rough being a woman out here. Man. It is. It is rough. It is. It be different. It be different angles hitting you. You be just trying to exist. You don't have to be, every time I walk in, I don't care what neighborhood is in, whether it's a super nice. Yeah, I don't whatever. be playing about the I headphones. Look left and right. Like when mm-hmm. I, I turn the headphones down, people don't know if it's on or off. Exactly. A lot of times it's off. Like I always keep my phone. A lot of people don't know on the iPhone it has a feature. If you click your home button three times, it sends out the emergency. Oh, that's good. I, I know. That. I knew that. I always keep my phone ready for whatever. Um, you gotta pay attention. Siri knows my voice by heart. People be laughing at me, but I want Siri to know my voice. So I can be like, "Hey Siri, help, help me. me!" Right? I'm in danger. Oh, she's doing it right now. Sorry, girl. Sorry, girl. <laughs> but it is—it's so sad. Like this is. Oh Jesus! It's funny because she said that she felt like this was karma that happened to her, mm. and it's like, damn, it is. But the the fact that you are helping people now—that's why you were able yep. to get your daughter like right then. Because that's then. crazy. I couldn't fall. So I please, and she the good tip she said that she was like, you know, as you said, stranger danger happens at any age, and mm-hmm. parents pay attention to your kids. Know your kids' friends. Know your kids' friends. Know their mamas. Okay. Yeah, that's like, something I definitely want to make sure I do. Where it's like I'm. You know, I want to be the involved parent. Be involved. Like, know what's going on in the friend's life, too. Yeah, like, exactly. Like, I'm that mom that knows everything and everybody. Yeah, exactly. Like, I'm friends with your friend's parents just because y'all friends. Exactly, exactly. Yep, and, and that's how it should be. All, you know, kids be on social media nowadays. Social media know is dangerous. Passwords, it's please, a dangerous game. Please. It is it's a, a dangerous, dangerous game. game. It really is. Because it's, it's so easy game. for kids to just be lured into... To whatever, especially if you're from a, a poor ground, poor uh, background, or some kids just even want attention. They're lacking their parents' mm. attention, you know. Uh, but that is sad, and people please just watch out. Um, so what else? Sweden begins microchipping their residents. Hey, that's weird. This is weird Jesus flex. Christ. It, that's too much. So basically, it's about let's say more than four thousand people have already had this sci-fi-ish chips. It's like a size of a grain of rice inserted into their hands. So what is this even supposed to do? Basically, it replaces like credit cards, cash, basically everything they need for their everyday lives. That's ridiculous. To have easy access to it. 
And um, it's like a glorified smartwatch, but it's just chip inserted into your That's skin to replace key cards to allow them into their offices, into their buildings. But for what? That's too much. So if I switch job, I'm going to have to switch a thing or what's, what's for real. Like, I don't be liking little stuff that's too in my business like that. And I think it's just weird. So it just shows that, you know, all this sci-fi movies we watch, all those robots and all this weird little like a black mirror, all those shows that we watch. These are things that are legit real. Life I, imitating art, art yeah. imitates life. Because when you think about it, I'm, I always think about those people that could write things like this, that even think about all this crazy shows. Those you know what I mean? realities It's like, like if you can think about this, obviously you could really like... You could create, create it. it. You, could, you could, especially like shows that read or like things that create the systems. Like mm-hmm. not just... Not just like the idea, but the system that created it, like the purge. That's why the purge is scary. And you think about it, was the purge really meant to be a horror story or did it become a horror st- a horror film? You get what I'm saying? Like I don't think it was meant to be a horror film, but it became a horror film because of how, like, damn, this really could happen. Like the systems could happen. It could happen. And that's freaking scary. That's my cue to go back but to. But how do we know it's never going to happen in one week? On, on or this police something, though. Yeah, for real. Uh-huh. Like, if you think about it, the purge. Uh-huh. It's, it's lucky happening. Let's be real. It's just not one day where we have a yeah, heads up, where it's but... for everybody, for like for minorities too. Because the purge is like every single body you could go kill whoever you mad at, whatever. You know what I'm saying? But low key, the government they doing their own purge. Do you think they about really it? are? That's what a lot of some of this stuff is. You know, ban on abortion. This, then the other. Is there a different mm. way of like purging things? Mm. Or this how police are killing our black brothers and sisters? Ah, okay. May God protect us. Okay, let's about this juicy one. So we all know Lisa Ray. Chicago's finest. She mm. wasn't, what's that show? Us. She was on all of us. All she of was us. Diamond uh-huh. in the Players Club. Mm-hmm. I forgot the movie. She was in a couple of movies. But anyway, we know her as the actress. The Brat sister. Yeah. Um, so she was married to Dwayne. Oh uh, no, she no. I don't know who she was married she to. She was married, I think it was the prince of um, yeah, she was a princess. Oh. Yeah. Um, let me look at it real quick. Okay, come on, Lisa Ray. Yeah, she was um who he was a prince of what's that country? Chaos and damn. Oh. I did not know that. But say the story real quick. Alright, so you know, she was co-stars with Dwayne Martin on the show All of Us. So this week, her TV one documentary, um, you know, what is it called? Uncensored, unscript, whatever. That like little E True Hollywood thing that TV One has, hers is coming in. And in the clip of it, she mentioned how Dwayne Martin meeting her husband was one of the biggest mistakes of her life because mm-hmm. he's essentially who broke up her and her husband's marriage. She started saying, like, her and Dwayne were like best friends at the time, they were really cool. When he when she introduced him to her husband, um, you know, before you know it, they became closer friends than she was with him. Mm-hmm. She said to the point where Dwayne started doing stuff like inviting other women into their into, home. Into their home. Um, they would go on like little vacation stuff together. Be other women there. He, she said it would even be women that they all know that she, he would and it's be like, introducing. Why to her. would you? It's like we were friends first. Even if you and your guy friends do that, you guys all you know y'all be switching wives, whatever, whatever. sleeping with different women. But the fact that your loyalty should be with me, number one. You know what I mean? So you're gonna go and what kind of friend is that? Real quick, she was married to the former chief minister of Turks and Caicos. Caicos. The Turks and Caicos? Yeah. She was like a first lady, princess, whatever. Her marriage was like on TV. It was a very big thing. Wow. I do remember actually that marriage being on TV. Yeah, it was a big thing. That's crazy. But yep, that marriage is over. She was the first lady. Yep. And as she said on the show, needless to say, I don't fuck with Dwayne no more. 
That is ridiculous. That's so sad. And now, it, you know, it makes some, it puts some light to Tisha Campbell too when she talks about the divorce. And she, she put a, she posted something. She was like, I'm free, I'm free, I'm free out of all of this. So if he could do that to someone else's marriage, imagine no, no, things that is going on in his marriage. What's like all the things he cheated on her so many times, Lord Jesus. I did not expect that from Dwayne, girl, because I love him on the show. I like to, I've been watching Dwayne since he was in He Got he, Game. He was a young actor. Like too. I have always liked Dwayne as an actor. Yeah. So to to hear him living his separate life, I follow him on Instagram. I might have oh, to, you I'm, do? Yeah, I might have to follow <laughs> him. Now. Yeah, no, he needs that follow needs to go. Like you did that. Why would you do that? What kind of man are you? you I'm like this. Maybe he had some personal agenda against um, her. Like he wanted to really mess up their marriage. Maybe he's threatened by by beautiful women. Maybe you know, be men out there like yeah. that. That's like he's probably jealous of like the you relationship can't have it they all. Had yeah, like you can't have. Oh, it he low-key liked her. He that's true. He had feelings for he, her. That's true. He could pre- yeah. be like, oh, I'm gonna show you your man really ain't all of that, I'm and then I'm I'm gonna come through and mm-hmm. be there for you. But you can't mess it up and then be the one that. Have her back. It like no, and then you're married, and you're married. Yes, I don't know. You're married. The whole thing is weird, but I'm gonna tune into that TV one. Yeah, on, to get the uh, food sensor. tea. And it was funny because it was like other actors and actresses Kim like Whitney. Tessa. Yeah, yeah. It was all like Dwayne was. I was just like, dang, Dwayne was. Like this up. is how you are, G. Like you were cutting. Up. And I guess the you know black Hollywood, they are close, you know, because it's right. only so many it's of only them. So many of you them. know what I mean? Especially so, from that era. From that era, yeah. At least the successful ones. So. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. So Kanye West. Um, there was an episode they showed it, and they're like uh, on the Kardashians episode where um, Kanye tells it was what was it was it the Met Gala? Yeah. Um, he tells Kim that her sexy clothes makes him uncomfortable. A lot of Kanye. That's it. Since when? After how many years? One Kanye, the same one, hyping her up to put out that naked um, spread with Harper Bazaar magazine. Remember when she was naked on the bed and stuff? Wasn't he the same one? And I, I like what she said. She said that you are the one who made me to be all this hella sexy. Because Kim Loki, she, she didn't calm, start she, off as she sexy. She did calm like all of that down. She did actually calm. I will say that Kim calmed all of that down. She wasn't like that. Then Kanye came talking about, That's why you, you, the baddest, you the baddest yeah. in the world. You were sexy. Do you know that Playboy shit? Yeah. He was there doing the Playboy shit. He was the one hyper up to do everything. Now you trying to do the church of Kanye. And she was like, because you're going through this little spiritual journey or this transformation, don't think I'm going through it with you. And he was like, oh, okay. He walked out. He power walked out that room. I said, give us content. (laughs) Keeping up with the Kardashians. I like how she kept it real with him because it's like, you are the one that really hyped her to be this sexy. You made her this confident, sexy. Show your you stuff. You turned her into a sex symbol. Because Kim really level. wasn't. She really was ready to be a mom and do whatever. And like that was where Kim's mind was at. And then here come Kanye, like, no, you're this. you're Mrs. Post West. Picture. You're the baddest bitch in the world. Da 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 da. And then and now you want to say oh certain pictures. And honestly, you. this wasn't even the time because what it was was it was her Met Gala outfit. You know, she was wearing a double corset and it was mm-hmm. dripping. He gonna talk about something. A corset tight. is lingerie. It make you think of sex. Boy, have you seen her Instagram your... page? Even his own um, what's his line that he showed that. Kanye West, what's his line? The, the Yeezy stuff? No, the clothes. That's right, Gerdy clothes. It's he, not Yeezy. Oh. Is that what he also called Yeezys? Well, I but remember when he was doing his yeah. line with that nude, whatever, whatever. Yeah. What were the models wearing? There was one where they were damn near naked. Yeah. And what's the Claremont twins that were having them? Oh, yeah, the yeah, yeah. For them. Even his wife was doing it for... They were wearing nonsense now. They were wearing rags. 
They are. So your own line is full of rags too. So it's like, why are you? <laughs> it's just funny that you calling it rags. It's rags. What is this? I will never wear it. I don't care how much money I have. Like, what is, it's rags. There's no creativity. Even the new slippers he has out now. What is Jeez, that? Snoop called them uh, jail slippers. That's I, what they are, G. I cracked up. They look like when you first trying to create a shoe. You know, like the basis of when you yeah, create a shoe. That's it, how it looks. I'm like, these not Crocs? That's what I was going to say. Like. Talking about kids slippers. They're ugly. That's, that shit finna cost like $500 too. Yes, and people finna buy them. They finna buy it. Talking about it's comfortable. <laughs> but I wear That's what nice everybody slippers. said. It's comfortable. It's com- Go and buy $2 slippers. Be I'm like, they slippers. got them at Walmart for real. Exactly. For like $18. <sighs> Jesus Christ. Kanye West is something. I mean, go help yourself. Can't stand him. All right. All right, you guys. So here's the one of our favorite parts of the show. Um, you know, this is when we talk about somebody who did the wrong thing this week. You know what? I'm going to drop the drop before I even start talking about this goofy. Analodo, somebody who is a dumbass, stupid, makes poor decisions, comparable to a donkey. Olodo Rabata. Goofass. Olodo of the week. <laughs> I feel like this Olodo of the week needs no real introduction. Y'all already know what it is, but if you don't, I'm going to give you a hint. It goes a little something like this. These niggas give me heebie-jeebies. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Gina, we talking about you. Yeah. Gina. Gina. You know, I like Gina Rodriguez. I really, really, really. Why do you like what I show did she do? I like her on Jane the Virgin. Oh, that's your show. I loved her in the movie, that movie that Lizzo's song I popped like that, in. yeah. I like her too. I, you know, I like Jane Rodriguez as an actress. Mm. You know? She's a decent actress. But she was a little problematic, you know? She did a little animation movie. Her and Yara Sahidi were being um, interviewed. The guy says, Yara, black women look up to you because of so, so, so. Here come Gina talking about, no, all women. But I'm talking about black women. You know, all of that happened. You know, she's made it... Her, you know, every actress or actor picks something to stand for. Mm-hmm. And she's made it her point to stand up for Latina women. And Which is fine. No one is against that. Do you, boo-boo? Rep your set. Rep your set. You but know? why come against uh, another set? Exactly. We ain't saying nothing. I tried to close my eyes. I looked to the left. <laughs> it was happening to the right. I looked to the left. But I could not look no further. When on my TL, here is Gina singing the Fugees. You know, ready yeah. or not. Here I come. And then the Queen Lauren Hills breaks down her part. And she goes like, um, something, something. Damn, I, I just had the lyric in my head. But then, no, like the lyric that leads uh, up to that. Then it goes, because niggas give me heebie-jeebies. Because <laughs> she laughs. That's how she, she did, did it. She did laugh, yeah. So then everybody's mad. Like, no, you can't say nigga. What's wrong with it's you? Like, why, why, and the question is, why even post that clip? Exactly. Why, why, is why, why was it that specific? She wanted to And it see. ended there. It ended after she said that nigga word. Why did she have you to know end what? right there? I'm going to give her the benefit of the doubt and say maybe she was on live and that's how people cut it. Okay. That's what I'm going to do for you, Gina. Okay. Because I got a soft spot for it you, was Gina. Like the caption would have said live recording. You right. IG live. Because nowadays they are always different <laughs> shit. If someone is live or it's just a whatever. <laughs> It would have said it. I was trying to complete Gina. Erica no. not letting me, she not letting me give it she to you. She would have said it. So it's like, why was it that specific one? And then, okay, you want to apologize as they all do. They give, oh, I'm sorry, I didn't know. Da, 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 da. But she's going to say, if I offended anyone, if 
da 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 I'm sorry because all I was doing was singing my favorite childhood songs, bringing my favorite childhood memories back to life. That's my apology. That's your childhood song? My childhood songs is The Wheels on the Bus. <laughs> Girl, bye. Right. You know what she meant? That's my childhood song. <laughs> but it's like, that's just... When, first, when you give any type of apology saying if... You know what I'm saying? It's it's not completely genuine. You know what I'm saying? Because you're not taking complete responsibility on your part. And obviously, as a Latino woman, so on, as a young person who's in Hollywood now, at this point in age, you can't say you don't know the impact of saying that word. You exactly. You can't say you don't understand what it means when you say it on social media, you say it publicly. You've seen so many other actors and actresses and artists made this same mistake. You know what I'm saying? So why you'd make the same dumb mistake? Everybody want to be a nigga until it's time to be a nigga. Right. Right. Everybody wants to be Negroes until it's time to be Negroes. And I just, what disappointed me more is to see people's reactions to it. Mm -hmm. I saw way too much split controversy. Of course, of course. Why, y'all have to stop that. We have, we, y'all have to stop acting like it's just a word. Why is it just a word? Mm -hmm. How y'all just gonna say it's just a word? It's not just the word. I don't care how cool and fun and hip we've made it. It's not just the word, and y'all know that. Yeah, it's not just the word. It's not just the word. It was too many. It was too many men who were in my DMs who commented stuff to me who said stuff on the podcast page about how black people we be taking stuff serious. It's not supposed to be serious. What are we supposed to take serious? Exactly, because uh, yeah, I saw one comment on page saying, "Oh, we have bigger fish to fry. We have bigger problems to worry about." It's like, okay, you want to say this is a little problem? Fine. Define it as a little problem. That's okay. But when you don't address little issues, that's when it become bigger issues. You know she don't saying? have to shoot black people in the exactly. street for me to be like, no. Exactly. So for us to be this comfortable to say, nigga, da 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 da, he be GBs, it's like then, and no one is saying nothing to her about it, then imagine the next step will be, oh, she were a group of black people. What's up, my niggas? You know what I'm saying? She will really impose and, you know, feel like she's. Especially when you know. made it a point to differentiate yourself from blackness. To really exclude yourself. You yeah. have made it a point to let us know that you are not a black woman. That you do not identify as a black woman. Then, here we come. But she Puerto Rican. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for giving me her ethnicity. <laughs> she not black. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. But yeah, this is, a, this is a good segue into our main topic of the day, which is discrimination. 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 Ah. Discrimination is the unjust or prejudice. I can't say this word. My prejudice. Prejudice. Prejudicial. My accents. Okay. You want me to read it? You can say it. Okay. The unjust or prejudicial treatment of different categories of people or things, especially on the grounds of race, boom, age, age boom, sex, or sex, or religion. Okay, our religion. Yeah. Basically, basically, discrimination is and anything. You could be discriminated from head to toe because of your hair. Yes. And there's just been so much that I've been seeing on social media and all type of stuff. Even just in my personal life, um, you know, when I'm when I'm at work and all type of things. And I'm like, it just keeps coming discrimination. up. Yeah. I got to talk about it. Yeah. People are... Um, Inherently discriminatory in yeah, certain, and they don't know it, and they don't know it. Um, but let's get back to this. Who can say nigga? <laughs> y'all have y'all y'all apply for jobs. 
I'm going to assume that everybody that listens to our podcast has applied for a job at one point in their life. Or fill out a form. Even yeah, you know, fill out a form. Doctor's office, whatever. Let's, let's even get it that broad. You fill out a form. Now, there's the equal opportunity, um, equal something, the EEO part. And then they ask you about your race, right? And it says white, Native American, Pacific Island, Asian, all of that. And then it gets to African American. Then it says African American with or without Hispanics, Okay. We're just going to focus on that. So when it says African-American with or without Hispanic, if you got to say with Hispanic, you can't say nigga. If you got to say without Hispanic, you can say nigga. That's mm-hmm. just, that is there. It's written yeah. for you. I, I, I'm i not going to continue to entertain this. But they're Afro-Latina. No, I'm not I feel like if you do not have a black parent, you know what I'm saying, you shouldn't say it because... That's it. Uh, you know, the little clip that we watched earlier, how this also depends on um, the community you're in, too. How in the Bay Area, California, even Filipinos say nigga. You know what I'm saying? Asians say That's nigga. That's wild. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, all type of Hispanics say nigga. It's not, it's, I don't know, to them, it's like, it's it's a cultural thing. That's what you know what I mean. It's that's what they do in their communities. It's, it's no big deal compared to you know Chicago or other cities where it's kind of like okay, no, don't say nigga. You know, it is me in general. I don't know if you guys. I'm sure you guys have heard this before. I'm not a fan of the word. You know what I'm saying? I just don't even say it in general because even when Africans. And by Africans, I mean like, okay, you straight from, you're not black American, you're African, and you say the word. And when I hear the Nigerians say, especially Nigerians who are Nigerian, they say the word nigger. This is a new thing they started saying now in their movies or in their songs. It, it, just, it, 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 it just makes me cringe because it's like, why are you saying nigger? Do you even understand the meaning? And obviously they don't understand the meaning because it's a sign to them. You know what I mean? It's like, oh, what's up, G? That, that's what it is to them, you know? Right. Um, so I'm not a fan of Africans even saying the nigga because it's like, for me, it's not just any word. It's not just, mm-hmm. it's not just a slang. But obviously some people's argument is the fact that, okay, well, we put in songs all the time, all this hip hop and rap, rap artists, they sing and they say nigga this, nigga that. Do you expect people not to say, sing the song as I well? do. I don't right. understand right. why, as a, as a, why can't black people have something that other races cannot participate in? Mm-hmm. White people, y'all could call the police freely. I can't. You you guys can get you guys can cannot be discriminated against based on your color. I can't. Yeah. And as you said, big thing is like, okay, you guys want to be part of the culture so bad. You guys love black culture. You want to be this and that, but you don't want to be treated as black. Because you know what it means to be treated like a black person or to be treated as a nigga. Whether you want to say A or E R whatever, you don't want to be treated as such. I just don't understand how we have sat here and opened our culture and our race to anybody who wants to hip hop out of it. Mm-hmm. We can't do that to other. We can't do that to other races. Mm. Hey, did you have a King Sierra for your fifteenth birthday? Could you have a King Sierra for your fifteenth birthday? I guess not. Who do make sense? It'd be looking at you stupid. Like, what? Why you do? That's that's a cult, That's a Hispanic cultural thing. Mm-hmm. Ain't that what people would say? Yeah. Why you could say nigga just because you Afro Latina? I, see, this this is a whole other argument too, because it's like the the concept of Afro Latina. I think that I, I I need to sit with an Afro Latina and hear them break it down. You know what I'm saying? To get the true meaning of the word Afro Latina. You know what I'm saying? The cultural aspects. Because I get it. You know, Af- of African descent. And one, you know, the little clip you watch on Instagram. You know, she was saying in Puerto Rico. You know, a lot of the culture is basically African culture 
with Spanish, you know? And it's true. When we do watch certain movies or certain things that I do see, they, they speak Yoruba, they, you know, they worship the Yoruba God and all that kind of stuff, you know? And I'm just like, oh, wait. I'm like, okay, well, this is Yoruba shit. Like, you know what I mean? But it's like, now, I don't think, it, it doesn't make you black American. And I think that nigger word, it's, I feel like it should be, it's just a black American thing. You know what I mean? To me, for that to be their excuse or their reasoning to be able to identify the black culture is using the privilege of having the connection to your origin against African Americans. Mm-hmm. And when <clears> you say black culture, we're saying black American culture. Black American culture. Okay, so that's because, different shape. because just because Africa is the origin of everything, mm-hmm. everybody has some attachment to African culture. Yeah. You get what I'm saying? Like, that's just it. Even the whole idea of community is an African mm-hmm. concept. Mm-hmm. So that that that's just, that's not even fair. Like, even to go back to Fat Joe's um, um, sentiments a couple of weeks ago when he made the comment of, you know, we're more connected to the African culture than black people themselves. Mm-hmm. And that was his reasoning as to how, you know, they could say nigga and da 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 That's using your the privilege of your ethnicity Mm-hmm. against black people who we all know are Africans that were stripped from their culture and their country. They were taken away. How, it, was, it wasn't by choice. It, it wasn't, wasn't like by choice. Like, you know what? I it wasn't by choice. That's not fair to say that. Yeah. yeah. Be- it's just not fair to say that. You know what I'm saying? I, I told my friend the other day, we were having a conversation. I said, I have to grapple with myself at times just because I'm black, I don't want to come off as the black person like that that that's similar to the white person that's down for the cause and this, that, and the other. Because I still have the privilege of being able to be like, I'm Nigerian, so I could still identify my ethnicity and I have that mm-hmm. connection. And when shit goes haywire in America, I can go to Nigeria mm-hmm. and I have something to fall back on right. in case this culture fails me. <laughs> you get what I'm saying? Right. And black Americans, because they was taken from that, don't always, they don't have that. They don't. They don't. And I don't think that that's fair for people who are of African descent who have a connection, yes, of African descent, but you still have a whole culture that that, that you are aligned to, yeah. which is the culture of your country. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? So it's like that is where your lane is. Mm-hmm. You cannot sit here and now say, you know what I'm saying, by by virtue of you grew up here and this, that, and the other, or you be with different people. Or you were in the Bronx. Or you was in, that's their favorite, we grew up in the Bronx, so this, that, and the other. I don't care. You are not black. Exactly. You, you know what I'm saying? I have, truth be told, I've checked myself and reduced how much I say nigga. I don't say nigga in front of non-black people no more. Mm-hmm. You get what I'm saying? And you used to say in front of non-black people? I used to just say like in front of my like friends if I'm just talking just in general because I'm just okay. talking. I'm just talking, right? Um, you know, I had an old roommate. She was Egyptian, which is funny because she's African, right? Oh, I'm talking about who? Okay, yeah, yeah. She's mm-hmm. African, right? But technically, ph- phenotype, she's not black. Mm-hmm. So one day we talking, we rapping, woo, woo, woo. You know, I just be talking in the house. One day it slips out. She said it. She, okay. says, she says it, right? I ain't look at her different. I want like, this racist bitch. But... We, you know, it was just kind of like have a conversation. It was just like I looked at her. You know, I gave her that look like, that? and she was like, "Oh my god, I never say that word." This, that, and the other. But I couldn't even be mad at her because you know why? I conditioned her to it. That's because it was saying. me. Because it was me that be just be saying it, however, whenever, whatever. And let's be real. Let's be real. You know what I'm saying? Many of us black people, we make non-black people feel comfortable to say it. You know what I'm saying? Whether it's in California, whatever, you know what I'm saying? Like, whether you have Hispanic friends, whatever, you guys grew up together, it doesn't matter. As you said, you say so freely around them, you even refer to them as nigga too. So, of course, you create some type of 
comfort Com- for them yeah. to be like, oh, okay, you say this word, this bad word, or this crazy word, you say so comfortably with such ease, and you even refer to me as that word too. So shit, we must be niggas. You know what I'm saying? So that also, you know, let's makes them feel so comfortable. And that's why they come with the point in saying that, oh, well, y'all say it all the time. Why can't we say it? Nah, I don't agree with that. I don't think I don't you do. agree it doesn't give them either, any yeah. right to say it, but I do. I do I, like I, I, you said. I get that, but once should. but once I say you can't say it, it shouldn't be it no should back be said, and forth. Of course, you of get course. what I'm saying? Just like, you know, in the video that we watched earlier today by Kev on stage, y'all could check that out on his page. He got with some other black comedians and they had a conversation. He also made a good point. The way women within ourselves, we call each other bitches. Don't argue with me about that. You as a man, don't call me a bitch. We as women, we call each other bitches. Cool. There's a lot of stuff in the gay community, in the LGBT community, they say amongst themselves. They call each other F words all the time. All the time. All type of derogatory things that I, I cannot say. Right. And that's fine. So why can't we just have this word? Why can't it be a Why does it have to be something that we have to... Because I think people don't respect to give a fuck about black people. And that's what I'm saying. So it's like black people, I don't care how much we put it in words, I don't care how much this. We have to say it's something on our culture that we say we don't we not having. Yeah. And that's what it's is more about. People are like it's just a word, this, that, and the other. It's never just it's a word. It's never just the word. Because to bring you back to the topic, right? We were discriminated against because of this word. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like this was a word that people used to put us down. And eventually, it just became a word to us. Like, I we was, reclaim you the know, word. we reclaim the word. We say it. It's something. But even when people say it, you know what I mean. I think that a lot of time when people are talking in conversation, it's usually talking about people doing some quote unquote it's an, nigga it's, shit. It's in a nigga. You know what I'm saying? Way too. It's like you you probably doing some nigga stuff at that time. You know what I'm saying? It's like when we say it. It's, and, and what is defined as nigga stuff? Well, let's even get there. What, it's what, stuff that you know if. You doing something that's not necessarily to the best of our... It's not our black excellence moment. Some dumb shit. Some dumb shit. So that's when it's like, ah, you doing some nigga shit right now. Or when, you know, we refer... So when, it still holds that negativity. It still kind of holds like a little bit of, get your old dumb nigga ass. Or even when dudes be saying like, even in rap songs or whatever, when people say niggas, it's usually talking about like... Like niggas. Niggas, niggas on the block. Or just, it's never like <laughs> this, that, and the other. Yes, we do, there are terms and moments where it's like... What's up, my nigga? Where it's like, man, that's my nigga, this, that, yeah, and the other. But that comes from the... Again, we know each other from kinship, yeah. from it was just the two of us. It kind of all still has the same term and undertone to it. So that's why I'm just kind of like, at the end of the day, you can't say it. That's that on that. You know what I mean? Like, y'all can fight me. I'm on this ledge about it. And I will be on this ledge about it. Because if y'all are going to grant that to Afro-Latinas, give it to my Afro-Asians. Why we don't claim the Afro Asians? Yeah, I had to think real quick. Like, where the Afro Asians are? Cambodia? No, they they really are. This is what I'm saying. I'm like, I don't I don't believe in it. I feel like if anything, this this is where we as black people be messing up all the time. Y'all let a whole nother a whole nother race of people um come through and say we're not about to be part of your race because we face colorism in our in our in our community. Because mm-hmm. that's what it is. That's how the whole not to say that they don't have African American dis, uh, descent in them, but the, the re- yeah African descent in them. But it's just like the whole reason is because y'all are being discriminated against because of the colorism within your community. Mm-hmm. We also have that in our community. Yeah, we dealing with it, but that don't mean we we don't have no other no darker race to go to. Yeah, to be like I'm a. This race, yeah. I'm mixed with y'all, so let me jump here. That's not fair. Uh, yeah, I, I think overall, yeah. Um, if you're not black, please don't say the word nigga. 
like if we don't even know the meaning of the word, don't even say it. I beg. And I'm saying this to my fellow African brothers and sisters. Why are you saying nigga? You know, because even it's this this same African brothers and sisters, they're also different shade. You know what I'm Exclude themselves from saying, ah, I'm not American black, oh. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. They also say, I'm yeah. a proud African man. So if yeah. you're saying you're not black American, then you're not a nigger. So don't say the word nigger. Yep. That's how I see it as well. That's you know what I'm fair. saying? But hey, but okay, let's also just get deeper into this conversation about discrimination, you know? Yes. So discrimination is not just about the, the, the word, but people are discriminated against um from anything, from Skin color, with which we already talked talked about, um, your height. You know how many women say, "Oh, I can't date a short man just because he's short." That's discriminating. You know what I'm saying? Or the texture of your hair. Oh, you have pretty hair, so you must be you must be mixed with something, or you look yeah. better, or whatever. And how innately people naturally they gravitate towards people maybe maybe a fairer skin, or they find more attractive. I feel like or, even if you find some, sorry, even if you find someone attractive. And it doesn't give you a reason to treat them better or treat someone yeah. less than. You know what I mean? I think that's what we're seeing in basketball wives right now. Mm-hmm. Like, so you know the whole issue on basketball wives is here's OG telling Evelyn like you're colorist or y'all are treating me some way because I'm dark skinned and people are like, no, it's been other chocolate or brown skinned girls on the show, which is true. And it's not about her being dark skinned. I want OG to realize it's about you not having Eurocentric features. Yeah, and that is a level of discrimination that we don't often talk about and we layer it and wrap it around in colorism because that's what we're used to. Mm-hmm. We're used to... It just being about... About the, the skin, skin because most of the people who don't carry Eurocentric features are, are dark features. Mm-hmm. But I'm somebody that I feel like I have been discriminated against with that sort of discrimination. Yeah. Especially in female groups because that's what it is. Oh, you're not dainty enough. You're not this enough. Your nose is too mm-hmm. big. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's what it is. That's what it is with guys. Like even when people are like, oh, I want a chocolate strong man. Y'all want a certain type of chocolate strong man. Y'all don't want the, you know what I'm saying? That's why people be like, y'all say y'all want this type of man, but y'all call Jay-Z ugly. <laughs> and that's a fact though, because, wait, 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 I mean, wait. Jay-Z ugly because he ugly to me, but, yeah. But you know what I mean? But that's but that's where people get off with like, oh, it's because he doesn't carry Eurocentric features like someone like Lance Gross. I see what you're saying. You get so what I'm saying? even th- talking about um, OG from the basketball wives, even though there are other brown skin girls on the show, like Malaysia or Chris- Christy, what's her name? Christina, whatever her name is. Kristen. Yeah, um, you know they have small pointy nose. You know their features are different. But OG, she's Nigerian. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, she, she, she has, has thick, thick body. She's thick body. She has thicker nose, thicker lips, big eyes. Like her features are African features. You know, mm-hmm. so it's like I think that's also why that, it plays a role. why they do treat her different. Yeah. You know, and then. I guess because um, Evelyn, she's just... Or, no, she's even way more aggressive. To me, Evelyn has always been aggressive she's since always. day one. Now, Evelyn is Puerto Rican, now so claimed to be Afro-Latina. Mm. But she's this Puerto Rican chick, and from day one, she's been throwing wine bottles at people. throwing spill, on people, yeah, throwing, throwing bottles, glasses, water on people, ready to fight. Oh, gee, she has not done any of she, those She things. just told y'all... I'm about it. I'm about it. I'm not just going to bark. I'm going to bite. if we get into it... I'm liable to kill And I you. think it makes them scared seeing like a darker skinned person, someone who's also like heavier set to do that. You know what I'm saying? Because she has the, she has, they know because she's able to do it. She's doing it, yeah. That's yeah. what scares them. Like, oh, she really will beat us up. There's not yeah. just a, a thing. You know what I'm saying? I think this kind of also goes along with pretty privilege, which mm. is like, it's a type of discrimination that, you know, we may joke about, but it's a real thing, right? Like, how there are people out there who, if you are deemed prettier or cuter, you get away with more. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, you talk to people a type of way they don't say too much to you. You, see, you know what I mean? You see 
started in daycare. It starts from a little age. It does start from I, a little I, I age. I worked in daycare in, in, in our high school. They had um, that daycare uh-huh. program for the, um, what was the class? Child's education. Child care development. Yeah, that class. So we had to, it was basically, this is a real daycare of like the, the teacher's kids, you know? And you see like the other students, how they prefer like the little, maybe the cute girl with the curly hair or how she has a fair skin to, to another cute chocolate baby. You know what I'm saying? And you see that they're like, Oh no, you could have this, but you just see the difference. And it starts at a really it young age, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And at that young age, you're already creating, you know what I'm saying, some type you're creating insecurity in this child. Oh already. yeah. You know, you you're making this child feel less than she is. You're making her feel ugly. Like, wait, why am I not treated right? Or why am I getting more punishment? What is it about me that's what is not it about me? We did the exact same adoring. thing, but you're yelling at me when we did the exact same thing. It's why a is lot that? of it's and it does start like that. And I think that and, you know, it follows you up until the workplace, up until adulthood, especially as women, right? Mm-hmm. Especially as women. There's a lot of... I remember it was one time I had a conversation with my brother. He just gave me, like, real tea. Like, you know, if you don't fix this part of you or do this, that, and the other, unfortunately, that could even affect you as a woman trying to get jobs because, you know, you could be super qualified in this, that, and the other, but if it's a guy trying to give you the job, they're going to pick the cuter woman because that's what they want to see more every day. Girl, if that's nothing but the truth. And it's like... It's sad, but it's true. It's sad, you know what I'm saying? Like It's really sad. It's it's sad. And you know, and I think the the even more fortunate part is as women, we do it to each other, I feel like more than men do it to mm-hmm. us. Um, You know, because as women... That's like, that, that's like the whole click thing. There's a lot of women that click up because they want to be seen with prettier women. Oh, yeah, So they can be yeah, deemed yeah. pretty. Oh, come on, we know a lot of uh, like Exactly. That. So they just, like, they treat them worse or they or they give put a stigma on you or they, you know what I'm saying? It's, it's a lot of girls who get away with, you know, never having to buy groceries or never having to buy food or never having to do this, that, any other. I feel like in college, I struggle differently because I, for real, because it's like, I ain't suffered, I ain't necessarily had that same pretty privilege as some people mm-hmm. had. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, damn, I really got to buy my own food. Girl, let's talk about a body, body discrimination. Yeah. Okay. Because we went through this, you know, if y'all know us or follow us on page, we are not some big booty bitches. Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we are not. <laughs> Oh, I, I still believe that I am highly favored and wonderfully made by God. Okay, I love my body, but we're just not that big booty, you know, super figure eight. Yeah, this new, I was not built like that. You know what I'm saying? We don't have those body types. So of course, you know, if you when you do go out with your friends that do have that body type, you do feel discrimination. Naturally, for me, I'm just the type that I'm just like. Eh. I don't care because I like the way I look. And if you're going to discriminate me because of whatever, you're full of nonsense. But I have been in situations where, you know, I'm with a friend who is like super thick, whatever. And you just see, it's one thing if you're attracted to her, that's absolutely fine. That's cool. But you don't have to shit on me because you are attracted to her body type. Exactly. That's just it. You don't got to come at me. You know what I'm saying? Especially, I think there was one situation with one of my friends um, and she was thicker. And I think the guy was really trying to, pester and talk to her and you could tell that you know she wasn't going so because of course kind of friend i'm like you know what she's okay she's good like thank you but she's good he's like oh you just mad because you ain't you don't look as good or you just mad because i'm just like what does that have to do with anything that i'm mad because you're not trying to talk to me i don't care she don't want to talk to you you know what right, I'm saying? exactly so it's like why shit on me because i don't have a fat ass gee that's a social experiment that we don't talk enough about as women yeah. going out to the bar with your friends and all y'all have different type of looks yeah listen that is a social experiment it is, it is, especially it is. when you know 
first of all, society has conditioned us to feel like in a group of friends, there's always going to be an ugly friend, which makes you feel some type of way, right? Because then you start trying to be like, am I the ugly, am I the ugly friend? And it don't necessarily it come from like a innate thing in yeah. you. It doesn't mean you're ugly. Yeah. It but just, it's like out of just, the group, am I the, the one group, Am I the less, ugly. the least desirable? You know, am I the one? And I think that people don't notice that even like in clusters, um, people treat p- people differently. Like, you know, I tell people all the time, I feel like part of one of the best experiences for me in moving away from home for so long mm-hmm. was that I wasn't part of a, a cluster. Mm-hmm. You know, I got to meet people and have their own genuine experience of just me without knowing me in reference to other people. Yeah. And I think that that's like, you know what I'm saying? There's a lot of innate discrimination that ha- the people have um, just because of a thought or mindset that they already have about mm-hmm. you. You know what I'm saying? I think that we face a different discrimination within ourselves from our past. Like, our past discriminates against our future at times right. or our present. Right, right. I don't know. It's just, it's just, it's tough. It's unfair. I'm trying to think, what are the things that people discriminate people for? Besides their body type, besides their hair. Their accent. Oh, yeah. How they talk. Mm-hmm. How, you know, that's the whole purpose of us having to code switch. That's the oh. whole, that's literally the whole thing of code switching. Yeah. You know, if if I'm with my friends, a lot of people don't really sometimes know how, like, I don't want to say ghetto, but, like, how, like, ghetto I could talk at times, like, mm-hmm. if I'm just kicking it. Um, but then it's kind of like I have to clean that up or talk this way or this, that, any other so that people don't assume that I'm illiterate or that I, I don't have training or I don't have class. Or sometimes or, how you don't want to speak so proper so people don't think you were lame, you were square. Or weak, or, yeah. You, you know, know what I'm saying? saying? Or you're like, trying to be, you know, like, uppity, sweet. You know what I'm saying? Like, people also discriminate if you talk proper. You know what I'm saying? And if that's how you talk, because, you know, whether your parents were enforced, enforced it or you went to a really good school, like, it does make you less black. It doesn't make you, you know, less down for the cause if you don't say, you know, you don't, whatever you want to call it. What do you want to say? I don't want to say you don't talk ghetto or you don't say... Right, like I don't talk, I, don't, I hate the word urban, but let's say it for political correctness. Yeah. Ebonics or what do you want to call it? It's not necessarily Ebonics. But yeah, I don't talk like what you think black people should speak so this, like. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. Like, I don't have that, you know, that accent or that twang. I actually used to get talked about a lot. People say, oh, you speak too proper. Mm-hmm. I'm like, what? Like, I don't, I enunciate. Wow. And you know, that's, that also goes on. It happens in Nigeria too, where you are discriminated for your, your accent. I mean, we all have accents, you know what I'm saying? Um, um, and each, you know, tribe, they have their different accents. So your bad person sounds different from an evil person when they speak English. However, it's become a thing now that, especially within your bad people, they don't want their kids to learn how to speak Yoruba, to mm-hmm. speak their language, because it's a fear of that, oh, you're going to have a Yoruba accent. You know what I'm saying? You're going to sound Bush. You're going to sound Nigerian. They want you to sound as American or as white yeah, or as, as proper as possible. You, you know, they don't want you to sound Nigerian at all. And it's kind of like, while you're discriminating, discriminating against your own self. You know what I mean? Exactly. It's like, you don't want your child like to you speak want your language. Like, you're, you. you're really prohibited and taking away your culture, part of their culture from them, just because you want them to sound a certain way in your ear. Because them sounding that way it makes them more educated or what makes them sound or look rich like they have money or what it, it makes somebody it makes them it comes sound, with you know like I mean? a, yeah and i feel like that's kind of how i um even when i do try to speak your about right like mm-hmm. i'm very self-conscious about when i speak your about because like people always talk about like my accent or even when i'm around nigerian people that's how mm-hmm. i feel like 
a big part of me is kind of like, eh, whatever, to a lot of Nigerian people sometimes because there's this whole notion of like, you're not African enough or you're not this enough as if I wasn't raised by, you know, in a whole Nigerian household mm-hmm. or like, like I'm literally the only person in my family that wasn't born in Nigeria or even raised in Nigeria. So it's like, I'm still submerged in the culture in right. my own way. So just because I don't have an accent or I can't form, well, I mean, I can form an accent just by virtue of performance. Well, you don't but, speak language But you know, I don't speak that language fluently or whatever. I feel like people try to make it seem like I'm detached from my own culture mm-hmm. or I don't have enough of my own culture within me. Yeah. And that just kind of, you know... That's discrimination. It's, it is, yeah, it just makes me feel like, damn, I can't... I don't belong. Like, what are you trying to tell me? That I'm not, I'm not Nigerian anymore or, you know, I don't have a place here? <laughs> yeah, pretty much. I'm not saying, I'm not saying pretty much. <laughs> She's no, talking about, yeah! No, I'm saying pretty much. That's what they're trying to say. Not that you don't have a place. <laughs> but yeah, I'm trying to see what, the, what other type of discrimination are out there. I'm trying to see what I have I experienced. Um, type of discrimination have I experienced? Um, have you? Do you think you've benefited from a certain type of discrimination? Not necessarily like you were discriminated against, but because of the discrimination somebody had for other people, it benefited you. Not something I could say that I was consciously aware of. Mm-hmm. That's something I would say. I think I don't want to see the type of person I am. The way I grew up, um, I'm the type that I didn't think too much about my looks. I don't know because maybe as a child, I grew up around really strong women. You know what I mean? So, and with us being strong women, it's like my grandmother, my auntie, like they were not, they were not like girly girls per se, mm-hmm. but it was just that natural thing. Like, oh, you're beautiful. Cause God created you to be beautiful. You know what right. I'm saying? So it's just like, oh, you're beautiful and whatever. So even when I was around other girls, I didn't really think about my looks right. or I didn't really compare myself. And I just, I think just naturally, I was just kind of like, not to say that I don't have any insecurities within myself, uh-huh. but just naturally, I just like, I didn't, I'm just like, I don't care. Right. <laughs> like you know what I mean so it's like and with me having an attitude sometimes it makes me oblivious to certain things that do happen around me mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying that that may have favored me without mm-hmm. me knowing you know what I'm saying so maybe I'm in a group of certain people like I don't think it was something that it was big enough to be like oh wait you treated me better because mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying because I wouldn't want anyone to be I wouldn't want to be treated better and someone is put down mm-hmm. like I wouldn't want that you know what I'm saying without even saying anything or without saying like Hey, 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 like, come on now. You know what I'm saying? So nothing I can say that I am truly consciously aware of. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Not to say that it did not happen. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? I definitely think... I think that um, I've seen both ends of the spectrum Mm -hmm. where it's like I've been the less desirable one, so I've felt the discrimination against me. And I've also been in spaces and situations where I might be the more desirable one. Um, You know what I'm saying? Be it... Because I have really good skin naturally, so people might like fetishize that. Mm -hmm. And you know, now people really like chocolate skin, so that may be a thing sometimes. Um, You know, and I, I also like... I'm pretty, so now that, like, you know what I'm saying? I went through a phase, child, but, you know, right, right. puberty ended up working out for me. And so, you know, even in times when I teach, yeah, um, like, I notice, um, like, just by virtue of I'm, like, more put together or cuter mm-hmm. or whatever, mm-hmm. kids will act better with me than they will act with some people mm. just because they, like, they aesthetically like yeah. me more. And I think that's also, like, a, a natural thing with human beings, yeah. too. Like, when you're more drawn and attracted to things, you kind of, like, you know, you have a preference and you treat it different. You treat it better than other things. So, with growing up, I've made a conscious decision, like, despite how somebody looks, just, like, you know, if not with me now, like, okay, I'm walking down the street, you know how you just see random, even homeless people, you know, 
they come to you and they say hi. I smile and say hi. You know what I'm right. saying? I'm not gonna say because you're homeless or because you look a certain way, or if I go to a certain office space and one person is more dressed up compared to other, I'm gonna treat you equal. Right. You know what I mean? No right. matter what. Because you even know what's going on in somebody's life, and some people just don't really care about their looks, and that's just right. them. And that's but just it's not that. my position to, to treat you less than whatever. You know what I'm saying? So here's a question What is the line between preference and discrimination? Uh, I think this discrimination is when you treat them in a negative way or less than someone that you do prefer. So I could be more attracted okay. to you. I could be, let's say you and whoever, I could be more attracted to you. Like, girl, I like you. I'm attracted to you. Right. But if we're all in the same setting, you know what I'm saying? I'm not going to be like, girl, you're cute. Eh. Or I'm not going to give you a more favor or give you more sugar to your tea so, than this other person. So no. the, the act is when it becomes discrimination. Yeah, I think the act is, yeah. Because I think when we talk about colorism in the form of discrimination mm-hmm. or whatever, um, that's a big thing. Like, it's just my preference. Like, yeah. I just prefer this than the other versus to actively not choosing. Yeah. Okay. That's, I mean, that's what I think. And it's nothing wrong with having a preference. Like, uh-huh. okay, you only mainly, you know, attracted to a dark-skinned man. You don't find you know, lighter shades attractive in a sense of like, you know, to be intimate with them or to be physical with them. And I think that's fine, you know, right. but if you are treating or you're talking shit about a, a dark skinned person or a light skinned person because you're not attracted to them, then that's wrong. Then that's that's where the discrimination, discrimination comes in. Like, come on, like, you know, you're not picking them because you're not giving them a job because of whatever, or you're not, you know, being nice to them because of this. Mm-hmm. No, that's when the discrimination comes in. So how do you think, because I think that, um, how do we combat discrimination when it's in a place of power against us? Because I think like that's like a big one, right? Like we all know as black people, we're discriminated against in this country. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's a lot of like the term is microaggressions, where it's not like blatant racism or discrimination, but it's like little stuff. For example, at the job I work at, um, in this we're all supposed to be like in these managerial positions, and it's two black women. We're the only black women that work in the company, only black people that work in the company. Mm-hmm. And then there's this white guy, and they let the white guy get away with more. They've given him definitely the bigger slice of the pie than us, even though we all have the same position, we get paid the same. All right. So it's kind of like I think it's very hard for us as like African Americans to be able to call it out without necessarily pulling out the race card. Right. Because that's the next thing you say, oh, it's a race card. You being, yeah. Or you being sensitive or right. it's not even like that. It's hard because it just always just makes you feel uncomfortable. First of all, you're already uncomfortable going through it. So not even to bring it up, it's like, uh, Like, how do I tell them that? And it makes you even question yourself like, okay, wait, am I tweaking? Like, is, yeah. this, is this really happening? Like, you have to over-question yourself like, okay, wait, is this really happening or am I being sensitive? Or is this really happening or am I just, you know... I think that's the hardest part, right? Because yeah. a lot of it is like an internal conversation. Because the thing with um, discrimination, we don't live in Jim Crow anymore. So it's not as blatant as go drink at the colored water fountains or, mm-hmm. you know, trying to be the first black person to integrate a school or whatever. It's, it is in the form of subtle microaggressions. And that's not even just with race, but with gender, with pretty privilege, yeah. with um, sizeism, ageism, you know, it's that's all type one. of stuff. So it's like being able to decipher within yourself, like, hey, am I about to make a stand on this? Am I about to say this? Or am I about to be like the wild one in the office? Because exactly. I feel like. And does that make one. you wild? Yeah. Does that I'm make, sorry, I got a cold. Does, does it make you wild for wanting to speak up? 
Shit, I feel like I've been punished for trying to speak up in my job. You know what I'm mm. saying? Like, I'm the person because, y'all know me, I'm a natural activist. Um, you know, I felt that it was a lot of microaggressions towards me. And I just felt like I, of course, I never go in there buck wild. But I always try to speak up on what I feel like this is happening. And I, and I want it to be known that even though you don't see it because you have a lens of privilege i'm telling you what it is and it's a hard road it's not easy there's so many times where you know even today it was so much stuff that i just was seeing i'm just like you know i've gotten to the point where it's like i can't even say anything anymore so that's why i get offended when people say stupid stuff like we got bigger battles to fight it's like this is the battle yeah this This is is the battle yeah you know what i'm saying we have a war to fight but these little battles are what's gonna help us and that's what this little battles is the commission of this little battles that makes it a war at the end of the day you know what i'm saying like it's little things that end up growing to be big 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 things exactly you know this little the big things didn't just happen or happen or come out of nowhere they start out for small things that grew into big things you know so it is quite a function i'm sorry you're going through that uh we need to find something else I know, I right? I pray God find, you know, that's also the importance of working in a, in a space where it's diverse, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And, you know, being under good management, you know, someone who's educated and aware about their own stereotypes, biases, and all that thing. I don't know. It sucks. There's, to- <laughs> there's so many things we can get into from um, education, you know, mm-hmm. from, you know, I be trying to check there's my privilege on that, too. I ain't going to stop. I really try to check my privilege on having went to school. Because, you know, it's a lot of people that... Um, really just didn't go to school or didn't have access to it. Yeah. But that doesn't mean that they're stupid or that doesn't mean doesn't that they're mean, not uh, well It doesn't make you better. Or there's not validity in the things that they say. That they say. Because I think that that is something that like, especially um, within like the African community, we've placed so much on like the hierarchy of education. Like yeah. the more degrees you got, the, the more respected in society or whatever you are or the more that your weight, that your word carries. I mean, yeah. <laughs> We see within with our, you know, our older Africans where oh, like, yeah. oh, he's a doctor, he's a lawyer, engineer. Just to hear that title alone puts you on a higher hierarchy. Like, oh, this this person's child is this and that. What are you doing with yourself? Exactly. And it's like I'm content with just my bachelor's degree, but hey, I'm I'm you know providing for myself and providing for the family, and I'm happy and comfortable. Meanwhile, this doctor is miserable and sad. Exactly. And, that, and they, you know, okay, they trying to figure themselves exactly. out. Exactly. And 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 they doing drugs on the low. And before I know it, they ain't got no job. And it's like, oh, this is the doctor that you guys were like. Opioid. Okay, okay. So, yeah, as Africans, you definitely do it. Like, the more letters after your name, the, the, the title after your name yeah. makes you makes you smarter. And that's not even the case. Like The more well-traveled, the more countries you've been to, the more, like, you know, it's just, it, it's really being able to check what your innate discrimination is. Yeah, what do you think your innate discrimination is? Ooh, let me not get canceled. Uh, <laughs> no, nah, I'm just kidding. I think my innate discrimination is um, for a long time. I I was one of those people that really like assumed like um, like the like I had something against pretty or light skinned people. Uh, you like, were challenging your own person thing against. Yeah, you. yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. It was like they that. hurt you, huh? Yeah, like I really didn't like. I just. I ain't hate light-skinned people or nothing like that, but I just was like, ugh, you know? Like, like y'all ain't got no problems. You ain't got no issues. Like, shit is just a little bit easier for you. Mm-hmm. Which it kind of is, but whatever, you know? Like, but it doesn't mean... That don't mean they don't have their own issues problems. or yeah. things. Even with skinny people, too, I did that with. Mm-hmm. You know, like, ew. I felt that, bitch. Bitch, I never did it to you. Don't do that. <laughs> uh, so... 
You just don't know it. Okay. 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 Um, continue. But yeah. So what's yours? Hmm. I'm trying to think. Um. Ah, my own innate discrimination. 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 Ah. ah. Mm. Trying. I'm really trying to think. Um. It wasn't against. Anyone of color, not of size. Um, was it the way people talk? Let me see. Girl, I don't know. I'm really thinking. Well, you know one thing I peeped that some people in my family have uh-huh. that I made a conscious decision not to have uh-huh. is of other religions. Uh, Africans do that a lot. Yeah, you know, Africans do that a lot. It's like, oh, if you're from a family that you're, your family is Muslim, it's like, oh, you you have someone who's trying to marry a Christian. It's like, why would you go marry a Christian? Or yes. if you're from a family who's a Christian, or a Christian family, it's like, why would you go marry a Muslim? Or I've been in like, you know, with people that are, you know, like some family members or you know close people that I know, where it's like, oh, they act that way because they're Muslims. You know what I'm saying? Right. Or they act that because like they don't, you know, where they're not Christians. And it's like, uh, is that, you know, religion does play a role as to, it, it does and can play a role with you know certain things that you do with how you think or some actions that you take. But I don't think it's enough reason. It's not enough reason to discriminate. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Or look down on anyone yeah. or say that oh you're better because. You're a Christian, or because you're a Muslim, and this other person is not. Right. But back to my question: to think if what innate thing do I have? Um, I don't know, girl. I really don't know. Oh, so you just no, well-rounded no. in this discrimination. <laughs> I try to be well-rounded, okay? I try. I really try to be super cautious about certain things that I do and how I think. I'm trying to think: is it the way maybe maybe some people talk? Maybe the way some people talk. Oh, okay. I'm trying. I'm, I'm just trying to think, you know, because you know how I, sometimes I talk about certain rappers. And I'm like, I can't hear what you're saying, um, I'm, and I'll be like, What the hell are you talking about? Um, like the Migos and stuff. Okay. You know what I mean? I'm just like, not to say that I don't give them. I think I'm quicker to discredit because I'm just like, whatever. And I don't know because maybe I felt that way too because a lot of times when I first came here, a lot of people could not hear what I whatever I said. And I was quite my first like year and a half. I was super quiet. I didn't say nothing because I hated to be repeat myself because I always had to repeat myself so I'm trying to think it's a subconscious thing like well if I can't hear you I feel a, a certain type of way about you is self-conscious it is yeah that's true um I can't think of any but okay now let's talk about the impact and side effects of discrimination because I feel like besides it having an effect on us individually I feel like it has an effect on on the, the world, community yeah. you know you know like you know like if Darker skinned people are not given jobs because they're dark skinned. That affects the economy, doesn't it? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Then there's more unemployment. You know what I'm saying? And then the poverty rate is higher because some people, some group people are not given jobs. Yeah. I mean, I think that that's why it just is a cycle that perpetuates itself. It right? does. Like, you know, to like people are discriminatory against um, people who speak a certain way. Yeah. No matter how smart they are or whatever. Yeah. And that's why, and you know, and most of those people who speak a certain way are from a similar community. Yeah. So therefore, it seems like A equals B. Yeah. When it's like, Mm -hmm. no, this is, it's, it's correlation, not causation. Exactly. Not causation. Or people are discriminated against because of their name. 
Lakeisha, Takeisha. I'm yeah. like, what? It's a name. Like, Ooh, you said Takeisha name. Girl, I'm just saying that. It's talking about Takeisha. <laughs> but yeah, it's kind of like, come on now, that you know, some Africans, too, a lot of them don't want to even name their kids, give their kids African names just because, like, oh, that's a I, I, I want it to be on, you know, on their birth certificate, on their passport, on their when they fill up a form. I want it to be, you know, David Johnson and, and not, you know, Uluaje Subami, Adebola, whatever. The elitism <laughs> in African households is it's, crazy. it's a lot. It's, it's, it's layers to it's it. It's layers. Like, the elite. The things that we find elitism in, yeah, shit, that's crazy. In it itself. is, it is. Um, but all right, let's I, let's wrap this up. I think that's don't discriminate, y'all, because shit, it affects people. And you're affecting yourself too. Period. By doing that, that doesn't make you any better at all. That's that on that. <sighs> okay, what's our next thing that we normally go to? Follow. <laughs> All right, we usually do our uh, cross culture conversation. We have yeah, one this week. We do. Y'all remembered us. Thank you. Okay, this is pretty long. This is this is funny actually. Hi, cross cultured. I have a dilemma. My friend and I and I have been roommates for the past nine months. She's the perfect roommate, but there's just one issue: her boyfriend. She recently started dating him about two months ago. He's a cool guy. However. I've heard them have sex a couple of times, which is quite annoying. I spoke to her about it, and she, and honestly, she has kept it down. Okay? Now, the current issue is the fact that I've seen her boyfriend naked about two to three times. Uh-huh. The first time I saw him, the first time I saw him, he was coming out of the bathroom, and it was the middle of the night. Okay, I, th- I think I could see that. Like, That's you know, an accident. You know, accident. Right. He was like, he apologized. Now, the second time, I came home late from a party, and I saw his ass naked in the kitchen, all comfortable, first of all. Now, of course, I was freaked out. He apologized again, but he also winked at me hey! as he walked into the room. <laughs> now I am conflicted. Now I feel like it was intentional. And how the hell do I tell my girl I saw her man naked and he winked at me? You just tell her just like that. Gee, your man was out here in the kitchen naked and he, and winked, he winked at so me. It's kind of like, okay, now if he winked, first of all, even if her roommate is not in the house, why are you that comfortable to walk, go to the kitchen naked, even in the middle of the night? Because at the end of the day, this is not your place, and it's not just her place. So that alone, that's being disrespectful. Even her friend bogus for letting him to just come out the, 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 the room all dingling, dangling, all about. People really be, um, people love to shack up. I don't get yeah. it. It ain't my, it and, ain't and my even, ministry. And even if you shack up, you people love to shack up with roommates. Yeah, why? it's not my ministry to shack up. I'm telling y'all right now. Like, I, hear, I can't. It's, it's just um this girl I know she was telling me about um I think she's a sophomore in college she was saying how her roommate and you know when you in the freshman year of college yeah. you in that small dorm yeah. like your bed is side by side yes. you know what I'm saying why would you have your boyfriend come sleep over people be doing why? that and then I asked a roommate do oh don't come in right now because my boyfriend's here girl that Boom. has nothing to do with me so far as I pay tuition exactly go to his place. How about you? Y'all go to the hallways, do what you want to do. Get a that, hotel, do what you have to do. This has nothing to do with me. So now, for him to wink, it's like, okay, so are you looking interested in me? So the so that means you you glad that I saw your dingling. Friend, and you like, tell her, friend, because friend, <laughs> that's how it that's how it starts. Right? How do you? That's say how it? it starts. Like your hey, boyfriend. Hey, sis, your boyfriend. He, you know. He walked around naked. One time it was an accident. I excused it. The second time I came back, you weren't even here and he was naked, which I found odd to begin with. But what made it weirder is that he winked at me. That's awkward for me. Yeah. Sis. And then she's like, him. oh, okay, my bad, G. I get it. I'm sorry that he, you know, 
was that completely naked. That won't happen again. But are you sure he winked at you? Like, what do you mean he winked at you? How did how he wink at you? Like, why were he wink at you? Why when one why eye blinks naked? and the other is open? That's what he did. So he blinked. Is that what you're saying? No, one eye blinked and the other was open, and then he grinned with it. So it made it a wink. Garcia said he grinned. <laughs> That's how you wink. You can't wink without grinning. You. <laughs> <laughs> I'm legit trying to do it. Like I don't even know how to wink. So, um, so you're trying to say he intentionally got naked. He intentionally wanted you to see him naked. I'm trying to say that I live here too, and if I, your man is naked in this piece again, we gonna have an issue. Oh, are you just 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 say that you jealous and you mad that I have a man to be naked around that you don't? Okay. <laughs> and that's how you let it be. That's how people be. I just be like, okay. <laughs> Cool. But yeah, you have to talk to your friend about it. And that wink is crazy. That would make you super uncomfortable. I would not want to I would not want to come over anymore. So cause like, okay, one thing you wink, but then you you wink while you naked. First of all, why are you naked, G? Why are you in the, she says I am assuming because she said it was middle of night, she came from a party. So I'm thinking like 2 a.m. They probably got done doing the do in the room. He's like, let me come out to the kitchen, get something to drink. And she walked in and she's like, Oh, he dangling out here. He's he too bold. So too I don't bold. live here. Like, I could have walked in. Even if I'm not home. Yeah. Unless it was, like, maybe known I'm not supposed to be home or something. Maybe but even, even, even so, so, it's like, like calm why? Down. We, that's crazy. Anything could happen. Like, that's ridiculous. But people do do that. You know? There are many situations where, um, you know. They can't relate. People sure cannot. And I reject such relationships. Me and my roommates were always very respectful to one another. Come on now. Like, I reject such. Not not the whole naked thing. And I, and I, I reject my man or my friend's man <laughs> wanting them or vice versa. Because that would be so uncomfortable. Yeah. Although, I had a minute situation where some people may have wanted me, but... Oh, were they your friend, though? Were they your friend, friend? They was close enough. You for real? So, what, how you handle that girl? I plead the fifth. <laughs> <laughs> you just see her face! So, you liked it. No, no, I'm just talking shit. You talk shit about pleading the fifth or the fact that it happened? Everything. I'm just talking. You lying. I'm talking you shit. You lying. <laughs> Look at me. We never know. Because we know. Okay. Anyway, Shy. Erica scared because she was my roommate. Well, I'm not girl. I ain't me. Oh, are you trying to spill some uh, No, no, no. Come on now. It's not that type of Be honest, though. Let's no, be real. This is not the time of the... Pl- no, just play. <laughs> Let's stop playing for our viewers. Be like, what's... Okay. All right, all right. Okay, let's get into our black excellence. Black excellence. Um, you know what? We should have a beat. We should have a drop for the black excellence. Oh, uh, so we can just forget the claps? I for, I've already forgotten about the claps. That doesn't exist anymore. You're right. We should get yeah. one. Um, do, 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 do. My black excellence is the queen of gab. Wendy Williams. So Wendy Williams got a star this week on the Hollywood um, Walk of Fame, um, which she deserves. You know what I'm saying? Like, we all talk mess. We all know Wendy is messy. But at the end of the day, she is um, pivotal and influential in her career, um, going from talk radio to having her own television show, having that television show syndicated, um, getting through such a triumphant year as we all know in her personal life. This is a very um, nice high high mm-hmm. to immortalize her in Hollywood. Especially all the things she's going through personally yeah. too as well. Yeah. yeah. So, so good for you, girl. Good for you, Wendy. You deserve it. My black excellence person is um, Harrison Barnes. 
Um, he played for the Sacramento Kings. He has stepped up to foot the bill for the funeral of Tatiana Jefferson. I think that's a wonderful thing to see, you know, that we're helping yeah. each other spring this type of thing, you yeah. know. Because funerals are not Funerals cheap. are expensive. They are very expensive. Especially her being young, she probably doesn't have life insurance yeah. and all these other things, you yeah, know. So what, it's wonderful yeah. that he is doing it. he used his um, money yeah. and influence Exactly. So shout out to him Shout for out to that. you, King. Okay. Music make me lose control. Let's go, let's go, let's go. Right. <laughs> let's go into our music. So mm. y'all know it's October 18th, okay? Cash Doll dropped her album. Have you listened to it of yet? Of course. Oh, I ain't listened to it yet. It's called Stacked, okay? I like it, of course. I noticed about, you know, I noticed a lot of her beats. Her beats are slow. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? She doesn't have that fast beat, whatever. Um, but I like it. Um, I think my favorite song on her album is Doing Too Much. Um, oh, you know, that okay. little clip. She has um some has a song with Summer Walker. Okay. It's decent. Um, Tiana Taylor. I do like the song. She has a song with um Trey Songs. Okay. Yeah, and she has some. Uh, she she, her yeah, R&B she has bag. um the song she had with Lil Wayne. Um, Kitty. Uh-huh. It's on there too. Um, she has a few features. It's not too much features, which I like. Um, it's it's a it's I think it's a, definitely a decent album. Like oh, she, that's she good. Did, this is her first album. It's, it's um seventeen songs. Oh, not bad, think, not bad. Yeah, not bad. Because I, I know she, she had well. her issue with her label for a yeah. while, so I'm sure. I think my issue with um, a lot of this, you know, new um, female rappers, I feel like they need to really invest in their producer and their beats. Uh-huh. They'll make it really blow. Because even though you're a good rapper and you, uh, you know, have good lyrics and your pain game is strong, but you need to have that good beat behind you too. Yeah, you know what I mean to yeah. make it really pop. Yeah, um, that, that's what makes it a hit. Exactly, that's what makes it a hit. Um. I like it. I like it. I'm not mad at it. I need to listen to it again and again to really get fully in tune with it, but I'm not mad at it. Um, Nikki Minaj, she confirms her collaboration with that Adele. That was a troll. She said that she was playing. Really? Yeah, she definitely came out on Twitter and was like, sorry. I guys. am mad. She was like, I was being sarcastic. I didn't think y'all would run with it. Nikki Girl. crazy. Because she was like, yes, we're doing a video, and Adele made me promise not to say anything. Nikki is crazy. Okay, for all we know, that. it could be for real, for all you know, but Nikki crazy. <sighs> she just be playing with us because... But it would be dope, though. I actually would like to see Nikki and Adele. I think, like, Adele is a big Nikki fan, so it would be cute. Yeah, it would be dope, though. I wouldn't mind that at all. Um, what are you listening to right now? Uh, I'm still repeating a lot of like. What's your mood? The baby. I don't know why I said it like that, but the baby. I love okay. his album. Summer Walker. <laughs> Excuse me, I have a cold, y'all. Sorry. Um, I'm still listening to uh, Sluzy. Still listening to Femdi mm-hmm. a lot. Um, you know, just doing a lot of like shuffle on mm-hmm. the iPad. All right, all right, all right. Um, TV. Girl, let's talk about the real black China. I definitely spent my whole week binging that. So we finally watched her reality TV show that is on Zeus, her docu-series. Shout out to Zeus Network. It's actually pretty interesting. I don't like the other shows on it. It's not. It's a lot of ratchet, ghetto, stupid shows. But I feel like it's like the it's like the black VH1. Even though VH1 is kind of black, but whatever. It's like the urban, I think it's the, low budget it's, VH1. Yeah, I think it's the platform for. Uh, um, Instagram comedians and Instagram personalities to have a show. Because yeah, that's all that's on there. All this comedians yeah. on Instagram, that's, that's all on there. It's a little funny to me. It's like, oh, all of these, like, like I get to see their work. Right. And how, and how they really, like, are, like, artists in their own mm-hmm. right. Like, what y'all really it, try to right, do. Right, right, right. Um, but we watched the show, and um, 
it's definitely crazy. It's it's sad to see her relationship with her mom. It is very, very toxic. And it's crazy because they're similar too. They're very they're, similar. She looks like her mom. They, they act are similar. the same person. Yeah, they're very similar. Um, but, it, you know, it was a happy ending for the most part. The most I, part. You know what? I was proud of how Black China, a.k.a. Angela, you know, she executive produced this. I was proud of the story that she told for herself. She did very well. She did very well. It was a good arc. You know, it was very transparent. You know, she gave the bad yeah. with the good. But I think that she told a story. Like, I definitely feel like I I have a better understanding Standing of, of her. her. Yeah. Um, and, and that's, you know, I feel empathy for her. I do. I, I definitely get it, you know. It shows I the life it. of all this, you know, um, you know, celebrities that how... All the people around them is just they're just around them because they pay them. They don't yeah. really care about them, and this this why many of them going to drugs and alcohol because they're yeah. really lonely. You know they what I'm really saying? are. They're not really. They're not around people who really care about and them. It's like you know what I'm people sw- flip like a switch, like, like to a see switch. some people. You know, there's people on there that she grew up with from childhood. And everybody needs to know her. the drama between her and Treasure, her best friend, because I feel like they didn't really. They didn't really talk about the drama so much. I mean, they kind they of... Touch they touched base on it, but I feel like it's, it's more like, what led to her stop picking up the phone calls? What is the... What really, really happened? What's the yeah. big drama? Because I know, like, she gives her friends money. Damn, that's a lot of money. 20 Ten, 20 th- and then, But you, did you even hear, like, for her friend to be like, that was last, last year. year. I'm like, bitch, my friend gave me 20K in his lifetime. We bonded. What you mean? Like, what do you mean? That was... You put in a time frame on it. Like, girl, you did that last year. You didn't even do nothing for me this year. 20K, 5K, 10K for us to have to write you off on her taxes. That's ridiculous. Girl, you are a charity at this point. And I just think that, like, yeah, I don't know. I mean, China had her flaws, definitely, but... Of course, of course. Um, it was really interesting. It was even interesting, um, what I found really interesting was that Tony is cool to everybody else. The only time she was really that crazy was with China. Mm-hmm. Like, everybody else, she was able to have, like, a conversation, conversation and be normal and be, like, this sweet... Older woman that's been through stuff, like she was cool, but when it was her daughter, that underlying issue. Obviously, I feel like you know China says that oh her mom wasn't there for her, and her mom is like I was there, and I think it's quite possible for a parent to feel like they were there and for a child to feel like you're not there because you may be physically there in the sense that okay you pay the bills in the house, you know what I'm saying? And yeah, I stay in the house. like I ain't give but you up for adoption. Exa- exactly, but, like, you, but mentally, emotionally, you spiritually, you, you weren't didn't there for me. me. You didn't raise me. Yeah. You know what I'm saying you put other men before me. You were married four or five times. You know what I'm saying? And God knows the things that China even faced throughout all these things. I wish the grandma was alive because she seemed like the missing component. Right. I'm like, grandma, tell us the truth. And it was nice to see, you know, um, um, Angela with... Um, Lyra? Who's Lyra? Lyra Galore. No, 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 uh, with the, the older lady, sister, and Mary, oh, whatever. Oh, uh, Miss Mary. Yeah, Miss Mary, because it's not like she does not have the ability to show respect. Oh, you know what yeah, saying? yeah, yeah, yeah. Because this is an old one, but you can tell she really respects her yeah. and her opinion, and she cherishes the relationship they have. Yeah. So it was nice to see that, like, okay, it's not that she's just all this wilded out person doesn't have respect yeah. for her elders kind of thing. Yeah, you, know? you could tell that she wants to be chill. Like, you could tell that she's she growing up, she that she's not the same black China we were introduced to that used to run yeah. with Young Money and was a stripper and was Tiger Fiance. She didn't like, have that baby like, shower for Tiger. I felt that. I, I didn't know that. That's very sad. Like, when I think about it, I'm like, she sure didn't have nothing for she kids. Didn't, she she didn't. just had the baby. She just had the baby. She, she just had the, a baby. I, and that's sad for your first baby for to not have baby. nothing. Not have she was like, time. I couldn't even tell nobody I was pregnant for a long time. Mm-hmm. I'm like, that's sad. Mm-hmm. That is sad. It is sad. He took that away from you. He took that away from her. And the thing with Dream wasn't much better. It wasn't. That it whole wasn't drama, it wasn't much so, better. 
Um, but it was a decent show. Yeah, it, it was. It, wasn't, it was it worth. Bad. It's worth watching to understand all the celebrities why they do certain things. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And also the impact of this social media because it really has her super into what looks like. She feels like she has to look perfect a lot Bro, of times. Bro, every day she was like, "Did you take your pictures for Fashion Nova?" Yeah. I said, "Fashion Nova be on your necks." <laughs> It, like, they do. They be on your neck to take these pictures, huh? And the Botox she be doing, it's like, girl, your face is enough already. Like, you have strong features. You do not need additional yeah. Botox on your face. I wonder how she looked before all of that. I know, right? So, all this, the impact social media has on people, it's a lot, too. Because you definitely saw the negative sides. Oh, yeah. What do you think about her therapy, her, her, that therapist that she had? I didn't really like how he handled her initially. I feel like he had a, a better... Better um, session with the mom. I kept in my mind. I kept thinking that she went in there so he could heal Angela, and he kept trying to heal Black China. And I feel like his approach was wrong. Too. Yeah, like I felt like he kept talking to her, the entertainer, and he wasn't listening to yeah her trying to say yeah. this is me right yeah. now. Yeah, his approach was wrong. Yeah. Trying to compare her to the type of woman she is, and then it, it had nothing a, to a do. A man hasn't broken you. I'm just like like all that shit had what? nothing to do. She was right. She was like all that shit had nothing to do. Yeah, I'm like about. at least it's not where you start from. Yeah, that's not you start from. Um, but that's that. Um, that's about power. Keisha Grant. Well, la See, thank God I even watched it before because that that was a big spoiler alert. Oh, what? She posted it? She posted it talking about spoiler alert, but the first picture was her shot in the head. I'm like, Lala, that's not how this works. Yeah, you should have did your other pictures first, and then people swipe Uh and see. Like, damn, Thirsty, you lucky I watched it. I would have been mad. I knew someone was going to die when her and, um, what's her name, was struggling for the gun. Oh, listen, I knew knew that her ass was going to die. Soon, soon. All this ride or die, it was becoming too much. She couldn't handle it. Wasn't nothing left but to die. It was just like you riding too hard. She eventually, and like yeah. you riding this game that you know you're not built for. It's not meant for you. Why are you trying so? It's, I don't. I don't even think hard. that she doesn't love Tommy like that. I think she, she just don't. wants she to just have want a, man. a man. That's it. She just wants somebody that, that wants her. her stuff. Yeah, exactly. And Tommy the same way. He just wants somebody he wants to love. love him. That's just it. That's his mama it. bogus though. But she, his mama was right. His mama to be real with him though. But she's just she a bad did. mom. But she's she a bad. Yeah, exactly. She real with him though. She wants to be the only woman in his life. Because Tommy can't handle other women in his life. Because she was a bad woman in his life. Yeah, Tommy really can't. Like, it's all or nothing with him. I feel bad for our son, though, Cash. That shit was sad. That's the only thing that made it sad. I'm like, damn. Otherwise, Tasha. Now he gonna be raising this lifestyle. Tasha was like, sorry. I'm so sorry. I mean, hey, she a gangster, okay? Hey, I thought Tasha was sweet this whole time. She nah, showed y'all. Uh, she, she been, about that life. She, she been telling y'all, like, this is what I'm about. Like, I just be cool she with it, but... She got herself and her kids first, so. Yeah. Sure. She did the same thing Keisha would have done, because Keisha was the one who grabbed for the gun, period. Keisha, Keisha was going to shoot her first. Yeah. That was that. All right, uh, Zoe Kravitz is to star as Catwoman, the new movie that is coming out. I guess the remake. I really think they should stop remaking Batman. They really should. Like, how many times y'all gonna remake the same ass story? It don't even be no trilogies at this point. It'd be like we from the start back at one. Like, I thought after the Dark Knight, I get it that Heath Ledger died, but the way the Dark Knight ended, I thought they was gonna get into Robin's story. Right. That's what it looked like. Like, oh, it's Robin. Y'all had all the opportunity to, to do something new, but, but now... But I think this is going to be about Catwoman, not Batman at all. No, I think it's a Batman thing, but she's just playing Catwoman. Is it? I thought yeah. it was Catwoman. No, it's, I think it's a Batman movie, but she's just playing Catwoman really? in the movie. Okay, now nah, I'm mad. Are you serious? Casting is the Catwoman and Oh. 
So it's like, because I think Jonah Hill was supposed to be in it, but he just got dropped from it. I see. He leaves. Okay, they're doing too much with this Batman. And I'm like, I don't even know if I agree with Zoe Kravitz being Catwoman. I'm, I ain't going home. I'm not crazy about her acting. I, I mean, I've not seen you. her in any strong acting role, per se. I've seen her in movies, but nothing to stand out. I'm not impressed. You know, I feel like the character is going to be really weak. This I is when I, I call for Zoe Saldana. This is what I be oh, expecting her to yeah. come through. Yeah, she could do Catwoman yeah. very well. She, I, I could see she that. She would have bodied that. She like. would, cause how she was in Colombiana. Yeah, she, she would have bodied that. Yeah, but you know she thick now, so she had them little twins, and they don't be trying to cast stuff. Or but Catwoman should be nice and thick. No, nah, but she thick she, now, like a different. What's type. your thick? Like she's she, slender. She, she not. She wasn't slender last time, but she might have lost weight now because I haven't seen her. Last time I saw her, she was like very curvy, which is nothing wrong with that. Mm-hmm. But I feel like for what they wanted for Catwoman, for Catwoman, okay, okay, they want that. Like skinny cat, like. slim, slim, thick. I think she's like filled out more. Like mm. she still got a nice waist. Don't get me wrong, but I think like she's just more hippie and uh, than they. Well, I guess in Hollywood standards. Yeah, for Hollywood. Like, um, yeah, I didn't. I'm tired of. I think they should keep it as you know this Gotham. Do you know what you watch Gotham? Oh, I didn't watch it, but yeah, I, it's I just still going on. It's a good show. With ain't Jade on that show? Not anymore. Oh, yeah, that she was just on it for like a couple of seasons. Um, but I think she just leave it at that. Uh, but that's that. I don't know what else is going on in TV. I haven't been doing a lot of TV watching for the past two weeks like that. The Resident is a great show. It's like my my favorite the Resident. doctor show that? now. It's basically about these doctors in Atlanta and they're doing their residency, but it's like super like like one of the reality TV show. No, it's like a scripted oh, show. show. Okay, okay, okay. Um, and you know I love Grey's, but Grey's is like start. I I don't know. I think that what I what we fell in love with in Grey's is what I'm falling in love with with the Resident, like how these. The rest, I'll be watching it on Hulu, but it's like a Fox, I think it's like a Fox show. Mm. Um, and it's like, you know how they be having these very interesting cases and this, that, and the other. But what I really like about The Resident, Malcolm Jamal Warner is on there, which I'm really happy to see him okay. acting. And he's super fabulous. They just added Morris Chestnut, and his character is super amazing, too. Oh, I need to see There's him. this Nigerian girl on there, and I like that she's really a Nigerian woman, but it's not like super typical it's just like she was raised in Nigeria though but she grew up but she lives in America and she went to school in America so she's like super cool like it's like super dope I love it um, I, I'm surprised I don't well I haven't watched it yeah I'm like, and I'm it's, it's really a good it. show This Is Us is a, a good show I just yeah, I know you I'm just always in love with how they're able to weave those storylines like that mm-hmm. um, as a writer that's super hard so I'm just always really impressed with that um, what else show I'm watching Empire Stallone, child. Ooh, Chile. Oh, girl, I forgot. Y'all, I moved, so... I, I just be watching Empire because I be on it. So it just be funny to me to, like, see the scenes. Like, even when I get the casting calls and I be seeing the scenes on shows, mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, this is what they was casting for? Thank God mm-hmm. I ain't do that because I would have been mad trying so to shoot even, this. what's going on with Empire now? Girl, mm-hmm. they making a movie about Empire. Lucius and Cookie that. back and forth with they... Nah, I'm saying they now, but baby. now Cookie trying to act like he mad. Andre had the baby. The mama's alive. Baby's alive. Yeah, baby mama alive. Uh, What's what, going with Damon? Tiana got a little scandal because she pro-life or whatever. Um, so Becky and them tried to sign her to their new label. Damon, oh. that storyline came and went. It was like he tried to kill Cookie, but he didn't. And then, he tried to kill Cookie? Yeah, because he was trying to hold her hostage for some bullshit. Um, and that's how Lucius came back. And then he was free from the FBI. And it's just all of that, girl. It's ah, typical. Nothing. Typical. Yeah. Yeah. Nothing. I wish that Hakeem would just go. I would. I would. I wouldn't be upset if like Hakeem got shot or something. 
Because his character is becoming too useless. It's useless. It's the same. It's the exact same thing all over and over again. Like it's you're like, just a rebellious kid. You're big mad about yeah, whatever. It's like, damn, you want attention all the time. I didn't notice how integral Jamal was until we were stuck with Hakeem having to hold the damn yeah the storylines. I'm like, uh-uh. yeah. Out of all three brothers, who had the most interesting storyline? This season? Or? No, in general. Jamal. Jamal, he did. Yeah, Jamal was always the more dynamic actor out he, of all of yeah, them. Yeah, he was. He sang. He had his. Uh, yeah, and he, he just is gang, a better actor than all of them. Yeah, like, that's true. Andre be trying, but this, even now, this crazy, crazy bipolar shit, we tired of that. He's too much. Take your medicine or not. Nigga. At this point, it's getting scary. Which yeah, one is going like, to Are you going to kill yourself? That's what I'm saying. G, like, let it be what it is. Like, anyway. But I think that's pretty much it for our episode. Yeah, um, y'all, I need to take this NatQuil. I know. We just want to thank you guys for also always listening to us. And don't forget to follow us on social media. On Instagram, it is CrossXCultured Podcast. And Twitter, it is... At CrossXCultured. And our individual pages is Erica Mona. That's M-O-N-A-A. And your page? At Dam D-A-M underscore I'm fine. Also, I have a... Page from my locks, Mona's locks, y'all. I do locks too, so now I do here, girl. Uh, that's a, that's a, that's a, well, that's a, this is my third job because this podcast is a second job, G. So this that's my third job, y'all. Help help a sister out. I'm trying to make it. Y'all need some of y'all retwist locks done. Hit me up, and let's go for our quote for the day. Pretty simple. When you discriminate against anyone, you discriminate against everyone. Okay, y'all. Let's make our community better. Look within yourself, love each other, peace. This is cross culture.